this is the this guy, that guy. Can we call it a show? I don't know. It's with John and Eric. I'm Eric. And I'm John. What's going on, dude? So we're finally getting our, kicking off our first uh, episode here. You know, obviously we have that episode zero, which is some garbage ass uh, mini trailer with Quiet Leonard at the end. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, hopefully it goes well. Um, we might not get any listeners, but that's all right. We'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Please subscribe, guys. Ooh. We need people. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna go ahead and kick it off with. Uh, we're talking about the Bulls and Hawks. What is it? Three overtimes? Four. Four. Holy shit! Yeah, that's crazy, dude. And I then know. guess what? They play again. Yep, they play again tomorrow, March 3rd, this time in Chicago. <laughs> like, what? Dude, if I was on one of those teams, I'd be like, fuck, I'm so tired. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking, uh, what, what was it? 168 to 161, Bulls winning, and I bet it flips. It flips again. I bet it doesn't go to overtime, though. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Hopefully there'll be some defense play this time, I mean... Look at this score. I mean, oh, I know it's right. four overtimes, one sixty-eight to one sixty-one, but uh, not a lot of defense played. Yeah, especially. Uh, well, let's see. The in the fourth, the Hawks scored uh, forty easy points because uh, Trey Young just pretty much. I mean, there's a couple times he did get challenged, but he uh, just slashed right into the paint, right to the bucket, and little layups here and there. Right. Yeah, he reminds me of a little J.J. Barea, except he can shoot. <laughs> this guy, I wonder where he got that from, huh? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah, that is uh, yeah. that's Eric talking oh, I right if there. Eric, Eric said that. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah. When I first brought up this guy, didn't uh, this guy didn't uh, we call it fucking like the idea. Things change, man. <laughs> he's he's like a better version of him. That's what's up. <laughs> Yep. Even though they keep trying to say like force the curry narrative, but it's like, uh, dude, you you try to say you know. Everyone knows, or at least accepts it, is that you know Curry is one of the greatest shooters of all time, and then you're in comparison rookie that just came in. It's like, come on now, it's gonna, it's gonna take a while. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, I think Trey Young said all the right things earlier in the season. He said, "I don't want to be Steph Curry. He just wants to be Trey Young." And write his own narrative, so that's pretty good that he acknowledges that. Oh yeah, I have some pride in it, you know. I would do the same thing. I wouldn't want to be like, Oh yeah, I'm the next Steph Curry, blah blah. You know. Right. So to get into the game, let's see here. What do we got? Well Lopez, you know, I actually thought he probably scored more, but he only got eleven points in forty minutes. Yeah. He was doing all the the things that won't show up on the stat sheet, but he did have three blocks and 11 rebounds, five offensive rebounds, just to let you know. Wow. Man, I was hoping they like, buy him out, release him something, so then, like, you know, the Warriors can pick him up or something. Oh, man. It's cool. Even though some people don't like him, I don't know. I Sound- like him. Sounding like a Warriors homer there, Eric. Yeah, bro, we got to bring everybody over. <laughs> Said like a true Warriors fan. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You want him on Lakers? You want help? LeBron need help over there? Or what? Uh, we'll be okay with uh, getting Anthony Davis next season, next summer. 
Ooh, he's still locked up by the Pelicans, dude. <laughs> Not happening. Nope. Yeah, we'll nope. see. But anyways, let's huh. uh let's uh say <laughs> getting sidetracked here. <laughs> yeah, we're getting sidetracked. So uh really dominant performances by the young bucks. Zach Levine had forty seven points on an efficient seventeen of thirty five shooting. And then Trey Young had You said you said the Bucks, bro. Well, that's why you're here, right? <laughs> what did I mean to say, Eric? I was like, what young Bucks is Zach Levine? Holy shit. Oh. He's with Giannis, bro. You don't understand the young Bucks. Like the young Bucks. Oh, oh the... okay, okay. <laughs> the young kids, yeah. So I just know we we're gonna talk about the Bucks later, so I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, no. The, the young Bucks as in the young kids, Zach Levine. All right, he, all right. Right. He had 17 to 35 shooting, pretty good, almost 50%, 47 points. And then we got the rookie, Trey Young, 49 points on 17 to 33 shooting, uh, over 50%. That's pretty good. I We yeah, both know dude. that both these teams are not going to the playoffs this year, but it was, uh, it was a good showing by the future of the NBA. Yeah, well, I mean, it could or it could just be showing it's like equal crapness, you know. It's like both <laughs> yeah. crap teams playing each other. So, <laughs> yeah, there's that <laughs> that's side what of it. You get. That's what makes it competitive, I guess, because like they're e- equal crapness. If that's even a word, right? And then, uh, fucking the Hawks, you know, they were leading, and uh, they don't know how to close out, dude. Vince Carter, bro, saw him do the dunk. I'm like. Dude, he should have been at the dunk contest. He's got to be there next year. So he, there's no signs of him retiring. Oh, yeah, man. He wants to keep playing. And credit to him, he's been able to stay healthy and um, stay in NBA shape. I mean, it takes a lot to be in the NBA. And this guy, how old is he, uh, Eric? Is he, what, 40 what? 41? Uh, like, he's old. Yeah, he's like Tom Brady age now, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and you know Shit. what? Credit to him. He played uh, 44 minutes in that four-overtime game. <laughs> <laughs> he played as many, almost as many minutes as a minute for, how old he is. A minute for each year, bro. <laughs> yeah, a minute for each age, yep. Wow. <laughs> the next for year he's going to play more then. Yep. Wow. Dude, but the one dunk I did see him do, he's like, uh, I think he jumped a little too early because he had to like, really stretch out for that dunk. I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to get hurt. Hey, that's Eric Carter, man. He's just used to hanging for a long time. <laughs> he needs, you know what? Being a Warriors homie, he needs to come on over. Get him <laughs> yeah. a ring. And he can he can retire. He can get yeah. that buy a ring really quickly. <laughs> Whoa, no, bro. He he put some work in. We'll, we'll put him, have him put some work in. Right. Sounds like a jealous Lakers fan over there. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Lakers, uh, before we move on, is there anything else you want to say about Bulls and Hawks? No, other than them playing again this fucking, what, tomorrow? Yeah, dude, that'd be, I think I'm, I'm going to watch that game. And uh, I, I bet, uh, I'll say the Hawks are going to win and uh, Bulls lose. and It's kind of a toss-up. They're just going to both be tired. Right. done. So I'm going. It's not going to overtime. Yeah, there you go. There's a there's your uh, there's your bet right there. You heard it. It's not going to overtime. So put your money over there. <laughs> it's not going to overtime. Um, All right. So what if you were to put money on the next game? Who would you take, or how would you take it? I'm taking the Bulls because they won in Atlanta. Um, I know that. Uh, I re- Trey Young. He said in the uh, post game 
he uh he said oh most of the hawks players <laughs> the the important guys got fouled out so that was actually kind of funny for him to say that but um i i think the bulls will take it next game uh, i'll say it's more defensively cross my fingers we'll see <laughs> so like betting how does that work with the over under thing like if i were to take the Bulls or Hawks on the next game. Right. So, you know, um, each odds makers has their own, um, each different place has their own way of making the odds, but it, they're all pretty similar. So um, they'll say Hawks, they'll say Bulls um, plus or Bulls minus 3.5. And what that basically means is that if you pick the Bulls to win and you take their, um, their spread it means they have to win by four points for you to be able to earn the money that you bet get that money right so if they they don't then you just lose it or you lose it so even if they win if they only win if they win under 4.5 right so if they win by Uh four points or under then you lose the bet um you can take them straight but then you'll lose um you won't get as much money wait what's a straight so it's like as in like oh they win I just get that that much no matter how many points right exactly so on the other side of it so if, say the Hawks they're not favored so they'll be plus say they're plus three point five right uh-huh. so that means if they win by however many you win the bet and if they if even if they lose though if they lose by three points I believe yeah three points or less. Then you you win the bet too, even though they lost. What? Because it's plus. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about sports betting. That's what the hell. It's like no no wonder people do it. Well, that's the thing. Them. I mean, you say you bet for the Warriors, and um, you know, let's say they're playing the Cavs, right? Cavs without LeBron. I mean, they're gonna beat them, right? So you are not gonna win that much money. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> but yeah, we hope. But if you take the spread, where let's say it, they'll say. Uh, let's just say uh, Warriors minus 12 or minus 10. That means they have to win by um, over 10. They have to win. Well, if they win by 10, it's a tie, and then no one gets uh, – it's just you keep your money. But if they get 11 and up, then you win the money if you take them minus 10. So it means they have to win by uh, at least 10 points. At least ten to tie and then more over to get uh, whatever you bet, right? So, yeah. Does that make sense? Okay. All right. I'll probably ask again, you know what I mean? Right. I'll probably forget what you told me. No problem. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good on uh not betting. All right. Uh, but yeah. yeah figured, the, oh know, yeah, let's uh let, let's uh <laughs> let's make one thing straight on this podcast. We don't uh we don't condone <laughs> betting. So uh, yeah, that's everyone else. That's your choice whether or not you want to get into that or not. So Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no professionals here. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bet on this team. Buy this stock. Jeez. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Oh fuck! Shouldn't over list those dumbasses on a podcast. <laughs> yep. Shoot. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's get into the Bucks and Lakers. Bucks killing. Uh, or at least that's what it looks like on the outside. Bucks killing the Lakers, one thirty-one and one twenty. Or right. what's up with that? Let's get some, let's get one thing straight. It was a close game all the way till the <laughs> last minute of the game. Then the Lakers, I w- I will admit it, they choked, but they were in the game. Um, even in the you midway, say, you blaming LeBron? Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, hold on. We can't blame uh, 
you know, we can't blame LeBron for this. I think uh, half the blame goes on the coach, half the blame goes on Contavious Codwell Pope because they had the ball with, I believe, I forgot, it was maybe 30 seconds left. They were only down by three. The plan was for LeBron to get the ball in the open court and then drive in, get a quick two points. But they, what, um, and credit to the Bucks, they double teamed LeBron. So Ingram came to help out, and uh, all Caldwell Pope had to do was pass it to Ingram and get the ball in. But nope, Contavious Caldwell Pope, KCP, he tried to force it into LeBron's hands, and then they turned the ball over, and then the Bucks got a quick three. And then like another quarterback quick three. going to the double coverage. Right. So, yeah, that was ultimately the Lakers' downfall. I mean, they were in the game, and they were winning as many by as many as 13 midway through the third quarter. So... Yeah, it is what it is. Dang. Um, yeah, especially with Ingram being, uh, he's actually been playing, I got to say, pretty good lately. I was like, what? He's actually showing up in Kuzma. Kuzma's been like up and down lately, just after the All-Star break, but Ingram's actually like turned it up. I guess he's just increasing his stock to get traded or whatever, but we'll see what huh. happens. But right. you would think KCP would just pass to them seeing like, it's not like, oh, well, this is Ingram's only game where he's actually playing good or maybe he'll just choke or whatever, but he's actually shown, like, a very small sample size of, like, consistency. Right. So, yeah, um, to your point, Ingram did play really well this game, and they should have just gave him the ball. I mean, if LeBron is being double-covered, the you know smart thing to do is pass it to, to the guy that's open, but... Anyways, let's. I want to. Uh, speaking of that, I want to talk about Ingram. So, Ingram, last five games February 21st versus Houston, 27 points on 8 of 17 shooting. Uh, last Saturday at the Pelicans, 29 points, 10 of 18 shooting. Monday at Memphis, 32 points and 12 for 18 shooting. And then Wednesday again against the Pelicans, 23 points on 8 of 14 shooting. And then obviously, the. Uh, uh, yesterday, last night's game, he had 31 points on 13 of 21 shooting. Very efficient. Right. So he's been playing better, more efficient. Um, he ha- he was slow starting college. We have to remember this about him. He didn't start dominating in college till about midseason, till the end. So, um, uh, yeah. So maybe it just took him a couple years in the NBA. But So this is midseason finally? <laughs> <laughs> so let's just say after yes after Dang. three years he's coming along but you know what i say eric better <laughs> better later than never right <laughs> well, this guy. dude you're reaching that deep with that one he's he's only uh it's only been a few games i was giving him credit but holy shit not that much credit but uh you know i, I was watching the game and you know, he hasn't changed anything. He's just making the shots. So, the good for him. Shit, finally he's making shit because he still goes right into the paint, right into the teeth of defense. Right. And he's actually making all the shots now. Or, not all the shots, but you get what I'm saying? Right. Very efficient right now. And if he keeps it up, then uh, he'll be good, dude. They're, they're definitely probably end up getting rid of him. He just raised the stock and hopefully goes somewhere where he uh, is like, the, like the number one guy maybe number two 
Right. And I'm not sure if they'll get rid of him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll go on the devil's advocate and say they (laughs) Whoa, weren't you trying to get rid of him like last week? You're like, man, this guy sucks. Hey, that was before he turned it on. Anyways, what I'm seeing out there is I'm seeing that he's in the last five games. He's more comfortable. He's uh, comfortable having the ball in his hands. He's comfortable using his length. It seems like he's finally making the shots that he knows he can make. So credit to him. Yeah, seriously though, like he he hasn't. It's not like he changed his game drastically. He's just right. Make he's he's probably shooting <laughs> just a little earlier than he was early in the year, and it's just that you know, he's, I guess he just gets that much more time to make it or whatever it is. But he's still doing the same shit, but just making the shots, which is cool. Right, and you know, credit to Milwaukee, of course. I mean, they are the they do have the best record in the NBA, and. Even though the Lakers were giving them everything they had, they still showed poise and they they closed the game out like how they should, I guess, right? I mean, even yeah, on a night yeah. where Antetokounmpo, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, or however you say it, 16 points, 7 of 14 shooting, uh, 15 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 blocks. I mean, that's actually, I mean, wouldn't you agree, Eric, for Giannis? That's actually an off, an off night, 16 points. I mean, usually he's yeah, scoring more. I don't know if the mainstream the- media would even come in and be like, "Oh, you're going to have an off night," because you know he does. He's not like revered or like has like under the microscope like LeBron is. Uh, LeBron can have like a twenty-five. I'm not. I'm no LeBron fan, but you know he has like a twenty-five point game and uh, he can have a triple double and then be like, "Oh, well, he didn't do shit." But right. Giannis do his sixteen points. Yeah, I'd say that's a freaking off night. He, we should expect more from him now. Uh, they did win, you know, thanks to Bledsoe, you know, uh, for shooting like 50%. Yeah, but 31 points on 50% shooting, pretty efficient. Yeah, that's pretty good by him. So he did get saved by his team, which is good because, you know, it's a team sport. It's not just one man out there. Exactly. And um, according to ESPN, and they do have a good point here, is – um, the Bucks. I mean, they've been one of the few teams this year, and you can agree or disagree, that have had little to no drama surrounding their team. Like you said, they've been under the mic. They haven't been under the microscope, so they've been just going out and balling out, taking care of business. So, hats yeah. off to them. Well, if they make it deep in the in the playoffs, and let's just say best case scenario, make it to the finals, and lose, win, whatever next year. Going in, people are going to be looking at them, and we'll see if they can handle the pressure. Because all they have to do is just go deep in the playoffs. That's all people are expecting right now. It's not like Philly where they brought in a bunch of guys now. It's like, ooh, all right, guys are supposed to be contenders now. Yeah, that's true. You're right. So, uh, yeah, I look forward to them in the playoffs, and we'll see how they do. But, I mean, give we got to give them credit. Best uh, – they have the best record right now in the NBA, so yeah, good job, Bucks. No doubt, yeah, no doubt about that because uh, it's it's not like the Lakers played to lose; it's the Bucks. They they showed up and they just took the game. They're, yeah, they know what they're doing. Right. Shoot. Well, lead into uh, your boy Antonio Brown, bro. Oh, before we go to. The AB news, I want to quickly talk about predictions for the 8th seed oh, yeah. in the Western Conference. All right. Let's see what your Lakers got. So, 
everyone's been making their like uh predictions obviously everyone's like you know well how can you bet against lebron you know blah blah makes the finals yada yada i mean it is looking pretty bleak and he does have a better team than last year so it's like what the fuck right so lakers homer what what do you say of course you're gonna say they're going to the playoffs right so i'll (laughs) hold out hope right i'll say they will make the eighth seed uh, I liked their performance against the Bucks until that last minute. Um, I know they're re- they they have one of the tougher uh, schedules in the NBA, but you know what? They're only three back of the lost column for eighth seed, and uh, actually only three back of seventh seed too. So, you know, it's the NBA. Anything can happen. Um, there's obviously little to no margin for error moving forward. But, uh, yeah, let's go Lakers. They make eighth seed Clippers out of the playoffs. That's my prediction. Whoa. Well, what's their uh, what's the schedule looking like going forward right now? So I don't have the schedule off the top of my head. I do know they have the fourth hardest schedule uh, remaining in the NBA. Let's see here. Um, let's see what they got. Let's see what they got. Okay, why don't you read us their next five to ten games? Whoa. Okay. See here, we got uh, what the heck is going on here? Yeah, dude. So they got what the Suns today. Yep. Shoot, we've been cool to talk about that. They're over in Phoenix, dude. If they lose that game, I don't know if you can say they go into playoffs. It's like, come on, you got to oh, beat the Suns. I'll make the announcement right here. You heard this first on this guy, that guy show. The <laughs> Lakers will not make the playoffs if they lose to the Suns tonight. Oh man, what if they beat? So they lose the Suns, beat the Clippers. What do you say after that? Because they, they play the Clippers on the fourth. On if Monday. they lose to the Suns, then they're out of the playoffs. Yeah, no matter. Even no if matter they, what. Even if they beat Denver on the, on Wednesday. No matter what. All right. Yeah, all you, right. We don't want what, no flipping now. You heard it here. You heard it on Come this on, guy. Come on, Devin Booker. Shoot. So, yeah. So, you got, you got Phoenix coming up today. Then you it got the should Clippers. should be a win. Win. <laughs> the Clippers aren't just going to roll over, dude. They're hanging on to that Doc Rivers, dude. He's coaching his team right. out of freaking life. Then you got the Nuggets on Wednesday. Yeah, Next Saturday, you got Boston, who's in disarray, but they still show up here and there. I don't know. Right. That would be an interesting game. Two drama teams. Hmm. And then uh, you got Chicago. That should be a win for y'all. This should be, yeah. On the 12th. Hey, Toronto. we won't take any wins for granted, man. Should be, but if we get the win, we get the win. <laughs> Shit. And then you got Toronto uh, on the 14th Ooh. in Canada. Yep. Yeah. And then you got Detroit, Knicks. Okay, those are kind of kind of gimmies maybe. I don't know. Depending Again, on how the team any, is. Can't say any gimmies for the yeah. Lakers after losing yeah. to the Pelicans without Anthony Davis. That's a long road trip for them, too. Five games right there. Because then they got Bucks again in Milwaukee. Wow. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, I don't know. It gets a little easier after that. You got Brooklyn. Well, Brooklyn's freaking playing really good, actually. Then the Kings. Then Washington. I'm just going to read them all off, dude, all the way up to the end of the season. Go for it. You got Utah, uh, Charlotte, New Orleans, OKC, Golden State, Clippers again. Utah, and then ends with Portland. That's tough. I don't know. I want right. to say, I want to say, 
I was saying that they're probably going to get the eighth seed. But for sure, if they lose today, that's not happening, dude. And I already want to say it's not happening already. But it's the only three games back. And if somehow, some, you know what I mean? Because we're, we're not just talking about the Lakers here. We're talking about the Kings and also the Clippers. So, I mean, look, I don't know what their schedule is looking like. So, if they're if they're losing on and off too, you know, they, they might just get lucky and just get in. Right. Well, I think if the Lakers get in, they deserve to get in because, I mean, unless you're right, unless the Kings and Clippers fall way off, the Lakers have to beat a lot of good teams to get in. So, if they get in, hats off to them. If not then oh well because the clippers their thing's not super easy either because i'm looking like up boston portland uh pacers cleveland the knicks so yeah their their schedule is definitely looking a little lighter towards the end of the season um they only got what golden state at the end it's like their second to last game yeah dude it's that's gonna be tough i think doc rivers be able to coach them up unless like they're like well Unless, like, the front office is, like, telling them, like, hey, dude, you need to let, let off on the on the gas, dude. We're trying to get our pick. You know, if they make the playoffs, they lose it, so. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to say it right now. Lagers, not in. Not okay. in the playoffs. Who are you taking for the eighth seed, then? What's your bold prediction? Ooh. Clippers get in, dude. They lose their pick. Something they don't want to do. Wow, so Clippers in, Kings out. Clippers in, Kings yeah. and Lakers out. It's funny because, you know, I got the Kings here in my home, and not my hometown, but where I'm living and shit. Sack, and I don't know. I don't think they, uh, man, Kings, let's see what they got. Let's see what they got. Let me see here. Let's see. Let's play right now. Please stand by. Shit. Let's see. I don't know. Kings, Kings are lost too, so. Uh, let's see. I think it's I got a little little tougher schedule than uh, the Clippers. So they're like not as if the schedule's not as tough as the Lakers, but not as crappy as the Clippers. So, well, here's the thing, and chance. we both got to admit. I mean, Kings are outperforming everyone's expectations this year. We expected the Kings to be bo- bottom top, maybe what. Bottom lottery three, pick. bottom three in the league, even yeah, lottery pick for sure. But bottom three in the league, but they're really showing off this year. Uh, Buddy Heald, De'Aaron Fox, looks like those young guys are are picked up Barnes. Yeah, picked up Barnes. Looks like you know they're uh, they got a good future ahead of them. Yeah, I'm I'm saying that yeah, they're not gonna not this year. It's not it's uh, it would be cool if they make it in though for sure, but. It's just not going to happen this year. Um, nah, it's it's going to be the Clippers, that which is weird because they don't, it's not like they want to be in the playoffs. At least the front office, right? Doesn't want them in the in the playoffs because they'll lose their first round if they make the playoffs to Boston. Yeah, I wonder how that that pick works out because like if they lose it, then I guess at least uh, because it, it some picks like if they go to the next year. Then it becomes unprotected or some shit like that. I haven't looked at their pick, uh, so I can't say too much. So there, there's got to be a good reason for them wanting that pick this year, for sure. Right. 
Okay. Yeah, so both of us saying Lakers. Well, you only say Lakers are out if they lose tonight. So I say they win. Yep. There's still Lakers. Hope. If they lose tonight, obviously I think they're out. But as right as of right now, I have them at the eighth seed, and then you have, um, you have Clippers in, Kings and Lakers out for eighth seed. Yep. Start right now. Ooh, bet against LeBron, dude. That guy's finally going to get a vacation though. <laughs> you know, he kind of actually deserves a vacation. It does suck that he just joined your team, and then he's like, oh, well, eh, I didn't get who I wanted. Maybe I'll just get time off finally. Right. I mean, a quick thing about that really quickly, and everyone knows this, but before LeBron went down with the injury, the Lakers were fourth seed in the uh, in the West. They were, you know, uh, they were playing pretty well. But him getting injured along with the trade rumors really messed up the Lakers, the dynamics of the Lakers and those young guys over there. So, yeah. yeah. And then Del Demps got fired. So. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So it didn't really work out for him either. Nah. <laughs> he, got, he was he, getting fired no matter yeah, what. Was just, he, yeah. uh, he just... Uh, just use that as a catalyst to get fired pretty much right. not like he wanted to but yeah it's uh it was over but anyway move on to antonio brown drama dude wow what else is new in football oh that's all we got okay <laughs> let's go for it <laughs> what's the latest and greatest bro him and big ben and then the the front office of the steelers it's just all garbage it's like you know, I'm a Niner fan. Uh you know, being from the Bay, yada yada. But uh you know, there was like early rumors like Jerry Rice trying to get him to the Niners and stuff. I was thinking to myself, ooh, Niners are like not ready for someone. They're not strong enough locker locker room for that right now. So I like it would be cool for him to be on the Niners, but at the same time like, nah, not worth the drama, dude. Yeah, there'll be a lot of drama because I mean you got um Gruden, right? He's the uh he would be what, second year coaching, right? Uh Tom of the Raiders. Uh oh excuse me, sorry. The Niners uh head coach. What's his name again? He's the <laughs> son of uh Shanahan. Shanahan, thank you. There we go. All right. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I brought up Gruden, but uh yeah, so he's a second year coach. Um, I don't think <laughs> this guy's laughing over there. Oh, well, I made a mistake. Um, all right, yeah. Stephen A, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> referring to when the Chargers played the Chiefs and he was getting everything wrong. That was pretty funny. I sound like Stephen A right now. I'm pulling a Stephen A Smith. But anyways, yeah, as you were saying, the locker room's not as strong yeah. yet. They're John, not developed yet. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. I mean, you get AB, you get his talent, but then you also get his personality. So which one outweighs the other? I guess we'll find out uh, on his next team, right? Well, speaking of Gruden, I mean, uh, not Niners. Uh, (laughs) There are rumors of him going to the Raiders. So that'd be, I don't know. I feel like that's just more bad blood with bad blood. And I don't think, uh, you know, AB would be happy there. And he does have a right too. It's not to say like, oh man, this is all on AB with the Steelers. It's it's also a big band. That dude freaking deserves some blame for it and the front office. So 
it's all of them, dude. It's just all garbage. So maybe if Antonio Brown did go to you know a fresh start, dude, maybe it's it could be totally different. Right. And uh, thank you for pointing out Big Ben. I just want to quote uh, what AB said recently. Um, here, here's the quote that he he said on uh, eight Antonio Brown on Ben Roethlisberger. He said, and I quote, "All year, dude called me out like AB should have ran a better route." That's the type of guy he is. He feels like he's the owner. Bro, you threw the shoot to the D lineman? How the F am I going to run a better route? You need to give me a better ball. End quote. <laughs> he's got a point, dude. <laughs> give yeah. me the fucking ball, dude. It's hitting the fucking D lineman. What the hell? Right. Like if you're throwing it and I've watched a couple of the Steelers games because I have I had A B on my fantasy, Ben Roethlisberger oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was throwing some ducks out there, dude. And I could just see the I could see the tension just building. This is not just for everyone, uh just for all our listeners to know, this is not something that just happened all of a sudden when, you know, Antonio Brown he first spoke about it. This is something that's brewing since been brewing since the beginning of the year, for sure. Yeah, well, Tomlin freaking allows it too. So, right, like I said, the whole—it's just all just garbage, dude. It's just—it's just one heaping pile of fucking shit. Everybody's yeah, just nobody's like got each other's back. No one's taking the blame. It's just—it's bad, dude. Yep. I mean, you got the Le'Veon Bell situation, right? I mean, even he wants yeah. out of there. So exactly, they're I finally mean, not going to franchise tag him. Wow. Yeah, right? Was Hopefully, this the right? third year or <laughs> finally they franchise tagged him twice? Dude, I'd be so pissed. I'd be like, let me go, dude. There's a reason right. why you guys won't sign me a long term and get me guaranteed money and all these other guys are making money out there and freaking stuck with these uh franchise tags, which right. is funny because you know the, the players union is the one that fought for that, then it ended up being like a trap now. So Right. Well, Eric, I mean from Le'Veon Bell's perspective, he's a running back. He takes the most wear and tear. Um, you know, running backs, they really take a lot of the beatings because they're running the ball a lot. All he wants, he's like, hey, I want, I want, uh, you know, I want security. I mean, yeah, you can franchise tag me, you know, and I, I get paid a good amount for that year. But what happens if I go down and I have a season-ending injury or something like that? Then you're going to say, oh, well, now we can't sign you to a long deal. We're going to sign you to a shorter deal with less money, right? So Le'Veon Bell's thinking uh, long-term, and he's thinking for himself. So, you know, I can't really blame him for that. So, uh, yeah. I mean, if I were him, I would want to leave, and I would have sat out the season. Totally agree with what he did. Yeah, dude. Like, he, he deserves all that money for sure. And it's – uh. It, especially when you look at the other leagues or associations and shit like that, fucking, you know, the NBA, the players getting paid pretty good. And then you got the MLB now with huge contracts coming in and you could just sign one. And like the MLB has got like, it's all guaranteed money. It's fucking awesome. Right. I know. I mean, so MLB, I just want to point out uh, Bryce Harper, 13 year, 330. Thirty million dollars for that guy. Hey. Can I say that again? Three hundred thirty million dollars. It's awesome, especially for like the third most popular league. You know what I mean? 
Right. NFL, I mean, NFL, for NBA, sure. and then MLB, and they're just giving that type of money out. Like, holy shit. You know what some, like, parents are, like, trying to bring their kids up, like, as to be, like, little, you know, uh, professional players later on? They're, like, right. probably looking at baseball, like, oh, man, we all like freaking money, dude. Holy right. shit. I would they, say they play a lot longer, too. They do, yes. And I would say basketball and baseball, I mean, in terms of, um, you know, just players being happy with their teams and happy with, you know, that they're actually getting compensated. Whereas the NFL, I feel, in my opinion, the players are not getting compensated for the type of wear and tear that goes on throughout the season. I mean, yes, they only play 16 games, but it's a pretty physical sport. And, you know, especially with all the... Um, especially for uh, running backs. Right, running backs. And then just in general, right, the concussions and the long-term impact it could have on your health after football. So, yeah, it doesn't... like you... Sorry to cut you off. Like you said, no, no, no. I mean, as a kid, your your and your parents are they and you know they uh they want to train you for a sport. Are they going to train you for football, where you make less money, more of a lifetime beating, or are they going to want to train you for something maybe more along the lines of basketball or baseball, right? So, I mean, if if I was parents, dude, I'm picking I'm picking baseball or basketball for sure. Yeah, I'd be like, you know what? Here's uh, this thing. There's a hoop. Uh, <laughs> practice that shit. Or here's a bat and a ball and glove and uh, do that. At least it's, like, easier to be, like, I guess a, not easier. But, uh, like, if you don't have the money to, like, or people to like, go practice baseball and shit. Yeah, I know they have, like, batting cages and you can just little machine and all that stuff. But. It's just easier to pick up a basketball and go to the park and right. practice even by yourself or play with people. Just join in. Yep. That's true. Well, I guess we're going a little bit too off topic. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> going back to Antonio Brown, right, and Le'Veon Bell. So the, they'll both – seems like they'll both be on different teams this year, right? So then Steelers can do what they want to do. Um I mean, we'll see how the Steelers GM, how he manages the AB trade. Um, sources are saying that he's looking for a first-round pick in um, in a trade concern uh, with Antonio Brown. So yeah, so what the what the most common or the rumors rumor has it? Uh, <laughs> what the Raiders, Titans, and uh, Redskins, the, the Redskins, yeah. So, uh We'll see what happens. I mean, I don't see him being happy in any of those teams, to be honest. If you look at their quarterback situation. Right. Eh. And this is kind of, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up with the quarterback situations. Um, If we want to hear another side to it, uh, Larry Fitzgerald recently. And, uh, yeah, Larry Fitzgerald, he rarely talks, right? Yeah. But he's like Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, he is like Kawhi Leonard of the NFL. Um, I mean, he's basically saying, and I'll just go ahead and quote it, Mr. Big Chest is a good friend of mine, but I don't think he's going about it the right way personally. Um, to be able to play with an all-time quarterback like he's been able to play with, I don't think he understands how good he has it. It can get tough out there. It can get tough out there. End quote. So that's a lot coming from Fitzgerald, um, Eric. As you know, he's not really vocal. 
but when he talks, people listen, right? So well, he understands. Like he's been what with the Cardinals, he had like a steady uh, quarterback, and then it kind of just it fluctuated for a little bit. And then you got Carson Palmer, and then it fluctuated again. And he gets it, dude. That you know, it'd be nice. I bet his numbers would be up. Like if he had a one solid quarterback for right. his, uh, most of his career, and that dude's balling out, dude. Yeah, year. it's fucking awesome. I love so, yeah. Fitzgerald. From his perspective, yeah, Fitzgerald is saying, hey, dude, I mean, yes, you might not like the way that Roethlisberger operates, but, I mean, you got to admit, he is a two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's a future Hall of Famer. He's a good quarterback. You know, you got someone, you know, more times than not finding you. So, yeah. He's also super thin-skinned and a big-ass baby, so it's like, right. I don't know, I guess. You know, uh... Yeah, dude. Especially, and then you got the front office, fucking uh, what Kevin Colbert, GM, fucking Steelers, saying that like all these guys are, you know, to take it out of context or what, not the quote exactly, but it's right. pretty much saying that they're all his like kids or something like that. Fifty-two, fifty-two kids. Like it's like Roethlisberger and his fifty-two kids. I mean, yeah, that is kind of disrespectful. I, you know, totally. Um, I don't agree with the way he went about it. And, yes, he did try to take back his comments, kind of. But, I mean, to go ahead and say that, I mean, you're adding just more drama to the circus. I mean, as a front office, you got to handle it professionally. And no matter what the players are saying, you kind of just have to, you know, you can't be saying that, oh, you know, Roethlisberger and his 52 kids. I mean, obviously, we know he's kind of taking a shot, right, at AB. They should have said, like, Tomlin's 52 kids and at least he's the coach right but like Ben being a quarterback and then with all like the controversy with him and being a big bait at least it's like dude it's like say that about the coach it's not like oh okay all right dude yeah he's the coach yeah these are like his kids he's got to manage these guys but to say Ben he's like supposed to be you know an equal uh what what I want to say fucking equal he's one of the players level. right i mean he's just it's a yeah. team sport and i know that obviously we know quarterback is supposed to be the leader of the team right and think and such but i mean still when you got it you got 52 players going out there preparing for games yeah, 52 grown-ass men exactly that's what's going out there not mm-hmm. no damn kids yeah so yeah way out of context should never have said anything but yeah i'd be pissed yeah. to be honest i don't fucking kid what the hell i mean you're just adding to antonio brown's point i mean really when you're gonna go ahead and talk like that then you're kind of you kind of it almost wants you to take his side right i mean when you got the gm saying that i mean basically like this is roethlisberger's team Dude. and you follow what he says right yes Steelers should just keep them all franchise tag Le'Veon bell let's keep the circuits going dude <laughs> keep antonio brown on trade him <laughs> and then get obj Bro. that'd be perfect Oh man, match made in heaven, dude. Right. Be awesome. Well, anyways, so so just to um say it again, it seems like Raiders, Redskins, and Tennessees right now the uh t- sorry, Tennessee Titans right now are the favorites to land A B as of right now in a trade. Yeah. So well, Raiders I mean, uh-huh. how how 
Like, if he goes to the Raiders, like, how many steps is a Antonio Brown taking back going to the Raiders, one of the worst teams in the NFL? Fuck, right? Especially after Gruden just gutted them. Right. Um, and then uh, the owner, back, like, they had to, like, go back to Oakland, too. Like, they were originally going to, they were trying wait, to find a suitor, and then they wait, reached wait, an wait, agreement. Wait. What? The Raiders, so they are going back to Oakland? Yeah, dude, going back to Oakland. Even though with the lawsuit in be- between the two teams, uh, uh, not teams, but the city and the team. Oh, can you explain that a yeah. little bit more? Yeah. So, dude, so they they uh they're like crawling back to Oakland because they couldn't find anyone else. I mean, they did find a suitor with San Francisco Giants, um, right? And then the San Francisco Four ers who are, aren't actually in San Francisco, but they sell the rights to the city, uh, said no because they wanted the rent money. So wow. I think Mark Davis said fuck that too and uh <laughs> pretty much went back to Oakland and they're charging about seven seven and a half mil. And I think it jumps up to around ten mil or ten and a half mil if they end up needing it uh, for another season. Wow. After next. So yeah, dude, talk about having your tail between your legs and crawling back to Oakland. Oh, take me back. You know, and they're all <laughs> yeah. talking about you know, I saw their last game. And it's like, oh, or their last game in Oakland, mm-hmm. uh, not not the, at the uh, O.co, but right um, on TV. And they were talking about, oh, this is their last game unless they make the playoffs or somehow or some shit like that. Right. And um, it's like, oh, well, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> OK, interesting. So, yeah, Raiders playing, I guess, in Oakland, their home. Can we call it their home anymore? Maybe they're just running it. Oh, well. <laughs> Dude, they should just stay there. Well, now uh, with too all late the now, but yes, that's yeah. gone on. It's not going to happen. But oh, even yeah. as a Niner fan, I I don't want the, the Raiders to leave the Bay. Uh, be, keep the rivalry going, dude. Right. Keep them in the Bay. I think that'd be cool to have a team in Las Vegas, though. I think that would be really cool to start putting teams up there. Yeah, no doubt. They're gonna they're gonna do great over there. They're uh, as in like the fans. I think Vegas is going to. Accept them with open arms. They're pretty oh, excited, yeah. especially they just had the Golden Knights too, and they're 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 gonna like all their teams, right? Yeah, I agree, dude. All right, to uh oh yeah, so you know we f- did forget to mention like at the beginning of the show, like yeah we uh do primarily focus in on sports, obviously that's what we're talking about the NBA and NFL and. Whatever drama that pops up, yada yada. Right. But we do want to throw in some uh, some gaming news. I'll let you take the charge on that one, huh? Right, yeah. So, yeah, we mostly talk about sports. We'll talk about gaming, and then we'll throw in life here and there, right? So, uh, yeah. So, for gaming, I just wanted to mention, uh, you know, the hot topic right now in the gaming industry is uh, Anthem. And uh, Anthem is basically your kind of destiny looter shooter and it had a lot of hype. I mean, it was, you know, announced, I don't, I'm not sure, at least a couple of years ago for sure, um, made by BioWare. Uh, BioWare usually makes really good games, and there was a lot of hype surrounding this game, Eric. And um, how do you think they did? Well, me, like, not, I'm like the wrong person to ask, dude. I'm like, well, fuck Destiny. <laughs> no, fuck this game, too. <laughs> well, I didn't not- buy it. You're not far <laughs> off. I mean, they did really poorly. I mean, um, 
they, I mean, so they wait got a like a. So you were on the hype train, yes or no? Before it came out. Yes. Okay, I was on the hype train. Yes, I have to All admit right. it. So, so you bought it, right? Pre-ordered it or whatever. Right. So going into it, and this is not just you. This is like your future father-in-law buying into it too. Right. It's uh, what made you guys like, hey, this game's going to be great. Is it because like, oh, it's like Destiny, but they're not going to fuck us over. So we're going to. Yeah. So it, it was kind of like Destiny, but a change of pace. Um, It had really cool mechanics. Like you can fly around. Um, You have different suits with different abilities. Right. And it did seem really promising, but I mean, so they got a 6.5 on IGN. They got a 5 point. I mean, they got a, let me look. They got a 5 point or 57% on Metacritic. And after playing the game for a week now, I am pretty disappointed with it overall. I mean, it's just, I mean, it has a good system. Uh, The gameplay itself with the, the mechanics is good, right? They have a good base. It's just that the game came out incomplete. And what I mean by incomplete is it came out so bare bones. Basically, do this mission, do this, get that, do this, get that, do this, get that. Grind, grind, grind for the same a loot. Quests. A lot of Shit. Yeah, a lot of just a lot of challenges, a lot of grinding for gear that's not really, you know, super worthwhile and it's not until you get to the end game where it gets really interesting. So I've been told I have not re- been uh, I have not reached the end game yet, but a lot of the beginning and the early stuff is really boring, and people are just getting tired of that same old grind, right? So, so there's a lot of bugs, and obviously, hopefully, that'll be fixed. But it's just that my my concern is that EA, EA and Bioware they they released the game too early. They were not ready for a February release date. So, with the end game, what what is it that I know you haven't gotten to that point yet? But what is it that you hear that's like, oh, okay, well, once I get there, this game is going to pick up. Well, what I'm hearing is the different types of legendaries and mastercraft, which are the two best tiers of different weapons and abilities, you know, that are unlocked later on. And I'm hearing those are really game changing. You really notice a difference when you're fighting um, enemies and things like that. And um, the strongholds are supposed to be uh, really fun. But it's interestingly enough is what I'm also hearing is that the strongholds, which are supposed to be kind of like raids from destiny, um, they are recycled content, which basically means they took some of the story missions and they pieced them together to create this, you know, this uh, uh, like longer mission with like a boss at the end. And yes, you do get more loot. But then again, people, it's going to be familiar because it's just basically shit. recycled from earlier on in the game. Right. So, yeah, it's kind of laziness. It's exactly laziness. I mean, when you recycle things from the beginning of the game, it just shows kind of, I mean, unoriginal, not super authentic, right? And uh, it's really sad. There was a lot of hype surrounding this game. And I'll say it again. They do have a good, um, their their gun mechanics are really cool, and they do kind of have a nice um, base uh, as far as mechanics go. But, I mean, 
It's just with video games these days in general, they're coming out really bare bones and expecting you to buy the DLC so that way you can get more things later, right? So they don't come yeah. out with the full game until later on, maybe two, three months later. And who knows if it's just more recycled crap. Exactly. Put together. Right. So yeah, that's just my concern with games. I mean, look at Fortnite and Apex Legends. Those games are free. And those games are one of the most popular games out right now. I mean... They should have just made Anthem free. (laughs) You're right. I mean, they're coming out with these $60 games, Eric. And they're coming out super basic and not finished. I mean, if you're a gamer, right? And say you're a casual gamer and you're like, okay, let's see. So, okay, I can pay $60 for a game like Anthem. Or I can download for free right now. I can download Fortnite or Apex Legends, and it's one of the, they're one of the most popular games out right now. What are you going to do as a casual gamer? Yeah, I'll take the free ones because I get to try them out. Right. Shit. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just the biggest thing. Um, hopefully Anthem gets better. Hopefully uh, EA doesn't abandon the project like they do with other with any other crap that's oh, not good. Damn. So. We'll see. I mean, what do you think? EA, I mean, you know EA. Their best, uh, their last good game for you was what? Bad Company 2? Battlefield? Yeah, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's because DICE made it. Then again, I haven't even played like the other newer DICE games, so I don't know. Maybe I'm just a Bad Company. uh, Bad Company 2, Homer? Yeah. (laughs) Bad Company 2 all day. No one even knows what that is anymore. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, that's my uh that's my little spiel on Anthem. And if you want any other comments. Are you off your soapbox with that? Huh? You off your soapbox? Yeah. I mean (laughs) (laughs) basically what's your uh what's your future father in law say about it? Uh he kinda he's been reading a lot and um he's saying the same thing. Well him playing it, what's he saying? Oh yeah, playing it it's totally it has a good it has potential, right? But there's just a lot that needs to be done. I mean, he's basically saying that he likes the mechanics too. It's just like a lot needs to like they need to haul things in quickly or they're going to lose the fan base quick because the I mean, the gamer population, they're not going to stick to one game and they're not going to wait it out to see if it gets better for too long. They'll hop on to the next you know, next thing that's out or next yeah. thing that's right, next fat or whatever. Just go to Apex. <laughs> Same shit, right? Go to Apex. Whatever. Yep. <laughs> Even though I never played it, whatever. There's another, like, cartoony-looking freaking Fortnite. I guess not as bad, but I don't right. know, whatever. I haven't played Apex yet. Um, I'm looking forward to maybe playing it soon and seeing um, how good it is. And maybe in a future podcast, I'll go ahead and talk about that. Yeah, and I'll uh, go ahead and not uh, play it. And, uh, <laughs> I'll just listen to what you have to say about Apex. Alrighty. <laughs> Sounds good. Alrighty. You know, I'm, I'm such an informative analysis of this. You know, I uh, just like to make it clear to everybody that, no, that obviously, not talking to anybody, I guess, right? No one's downloaded this thing. But, uh, yeah, dude, I just only play PUBG on PC and, uh, uh, arc on the switch which was probably like the worst idea ever 
And that's it. Those only two games that are playing right now. And the PUBG just came out with an update. I know we weren't going to talk about PUBG, but yeah, they, they just came out with an update. I haven't tried it out yet. I just downloaded it today. I look forward to playing it and see what's up, the update and stuff like that. They have hopefully uh, try to crack down on more hackers and yada yada and see what happens. And who knows? Right. Yeah. PUBG was one of the first Battle Royales to come out and it was really fun. And I still like it a lot, but it's just. It's a game where it takes a lot of skill and a lot of practice. And for me, like when I play games, I want to be good at it. I just don't want to be a casual. So um, I haven't been playing it as of as of lately, just because been busy with uh, you know life. But <laughs> it is really fun. Um, yeah, if I had like let's say twenty more hours in the week, I'd definitely try to uh, use that time to play PUBG. But yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Like, I like that it's more of the realistic, popular ones. Like, yeah, sure, you got Ring of Lisa. I haven't even tried that crap, but it's like, just what? Sorry, which one? That Ring of Elysium or some shit. Oh, okay, Ring the of Elysium. Chinese crap. Right. But not like, you know, PUBG is the greatest ever either, so it has its lot of flaws. <laughs> right. But, yeah, there hasn't been any, like, new or free popular, like, realistic more type of shooter i know like call of duty try to come out with some uh you know battle royale but it's more of a, that's more of an arcade type of game anyway so it doesn't really need it and then like battlefield it's like eh, i don't know still it's still got it for when it like gun mechanics it's still really good i like yeah. all that bullet drop and uh all that stuff the only thing i wish we had uh back uh, if anyone has ever played PUBG in early access dude is the vehicles they crash and they like go up in the air and explode or something or you just randomly get killed oh yeah is, uh... that was fun <laughs> the vehicles would crash and they'd shoot up really high into the air and they just <laughs> explode in midair that was awesome that was oh really cool. man they need to bring it back that'd be awesome just crash a bike into some big old u.s and somehow you get out of there and kills a whole squad in there i don't know man <laughs> right well okay so there's our gaming news for the uh for the day yeah. for the so, podcast so john's ran about you know anthem or whatever pretty much uh don't buy it until they fix it and yeah so it, then, if i would uh, don't buy it. <laughs> if i'd recommend anything to anybody uh concerning anthem or any other game if you can wait Wait to see how the game is in two or three months until they start, um, it, until they start like actually coming out with the full game during release date. Until then, I would just wait a couple months. Then you'll see if you're really getting a good game or not. Yeah, hit up John on like Instagram or whatever because he's like the our social media guy or whatever. Right. So if you got any questions about trying games or just have try them first and see if it's crap. Yep. Don't waste your money. Have him waste his money. Yeah. <laughs> That's my advice. <laughs> there you go. Alrighty. Shoot. So let's go to our next topic. We're going to talk about some life right now. Something some uh, some people would find pretty serious. And that is YouTube kids or in general oh, no. kids shows. Right. So Dang. basically anyone if anyone's. Momo? Oh, man. Momo. 
So basically, there's Momo, and then there's these quick 5, 10, maybe 15 seconds tops in the middle of these kids' programs or videos that, you know, when you when you see it, maybe you're a parent and, you know, you let your kids use your phone or your tablet to watch videos. Like, okay, this is a kid's video, right? Okay. Well, uh, recently, people have been finding out that in the middle of videos or just anywhere in between, there's a little 5 to 10 second clip just showing... Um, a guy would come up or something would happen where it shows kid teaching kids how to, to harm themselves. Uh, for example, one of the videos, I believe it was a video about Splatoon, the popular. Oh yeah, dude. Nintendo game. Yeah. Popular Nintendo game. It seemed like, you know, friendly video. And then all of a sudden, um, there was a guy that came out and he basically he was showing kids how to you know how to slit their wrists right and um yeah it's weird yeah really disturbing i mean and then and after that five second video it went back to the kids video so yeah if you're a parent and you're not paying attention you'll never notice that but if you're the kids watching it obviously you're gonna see that right so i mean that's pretty disturbing and um I think it kind of goes to the... And then, you know, obviously we have Momo, right? You want to chime in on Momo? Yeah, Momo, the little doll or whatever the fuck. So, you know, I don't have a fucking issue with it being on YouTube, but it's when it gets to YouTube kids, obviously parents. I'm not a parent, but, uh, you know, if I saw niece or nephew fucking on their uh, YouTube kids or some shit, and you see Momo, what the hell is that shit? Fucking creepy-ass doll. Fucking uh, telling them to do certain things, and you know, like like uh, John was saying, if you're not watching them, like first of all, I don't know, personal opinion, maybe they shouldn't even be having that shit. But anyway, if they do, you should be watching them. And but then again, like if it's that other video, what like five second clip or whatever, the dude telling you how to kill themselves or whatever, and it's like, and then you can look back at them again and be like, it's Splatoon again. It's like, oh well, eh, I was watching cartoons. And you'll never know about it unless they say something about it or hopefully don't act on it. Uh, that'd be the worst thing. But, yeah, dude, it's like it's just people trying to I think they just find a challenge of being able to like, hey, let's go ahead and like try to sneak some stuff into YouTube kids and fuck with people and fuck with their parents. And it's uh, it's all bad. Right. And I mean, like you're saying, and the Momo challenge, uh, just a uh, quick information about it, I guess, is just. It's like a scary face, and then it tells you to do these challenges, and if you don't, something will happen. But in the end of those challenges, it basically, it's pretty bad. It's like either to hurt yourself or to kill yourself and things like that. And uh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, but that leads to, the, to, what, to your point, uh, Eric, right? Is uh. Parents have to watch their kids, and they have to monitor, especially if they're going to let them use, you know, the internet and um youtube and things like that they really got to monitor what they're watching and they really got to set limits right and boundaries to obviously what they can watch how long they can watch it right so if parents are not doing that i mean in my opinion it's just neglecting right i mean uh and this is my hope that parents are not just putting kids next to screens so that they can have time to themselves right Cause I mean, yeah, that's what usually probably ends up happening. Right. So. And it's unfortunate <laughs> because 
you know, we got to have, I mean, parent, the kids look up to their parents, right? And if we don't have good role models, what's going to happen to our future, right? I mean, if kids are watching whatever they want or doing whatever they want and the parents are not doing anything to, you know, kind of um, support them or kind of, you know, set like reasonable limits or boundaries, then, I mean, where will we be in the next 10, 20, 30 years, right? Yeah, who the fuck knows? Shit. Fucking, uh, yeah, dude, they, that's, it's, it's, they shouldn't, nah, man, it's, it's, when I first seen that, you know, I'm, I'm uh, all for not censoring stuff, but right. when you have a product that's like, you know, hey, this is for kids only, then that's like you, it's putting, it's putting YouTube and Google kind of in a tough position because I guess people are kind of expecting like, oh, well, I'll filter or anything. It's like, no. You still need to be vigilant and watch your own exactly child or whoever you're watching, or babysitters. I wouldn't doubt just like you know, would be like the least, you know, you know they just like here you go and uh, have at it, you know. So, right. Yeah. So I guess uh, to end on that uh, part or that segment, parents watch your kids, please. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, first of all, I want to go ahead and say. Hopefully no one's like tuned away. Like, what the hell? They went from sports, and then gaming is like, oh, all right, cool. And then I'll know where. Oh, damn! What the hell? <laughs> I was like, what am I on one of the news channels or something? Right. No, no. So most of the time we're not going to be talking like super serious of topics, but obviously if it's like this, like, yeah, you kind of have to say something. It's just you know, it, it's just right. I don't know. It I, just we just feel like it's our responsibility at least yeah. chime in on stuff that's like super important, especially with kids you know you know you don't want to hurt themselves or anything like that you know don't no right. harm on anyone so just and especially just spread the awareness of the what's going on but yeah yeah no doubt dude so i don't know dude but uh you know what i haven't ate anything today <laughs> i need food okay would you, you have chowing rec- down over there you want my recommendation or or do you already know what I'm yeah, gonna yeah. <laughs> recommend? Guy. Go ahead. What's this guy gonna recommend? Uh, why don't you get some Chick Fil A, dude? They have really good chicken Chick-fil-A. sandwiches. <laughs> no, really? No Chick Fil A. I heard it's pretty good. I heard it's pretty good. <laughs> no man, no more Chick Fil A. So, little tidbit backstory, whatever. One with this guy. LA we end up having like chicken I think every day that we were there well, not like we were there for like a long time but like three days straight it was like chicken or something similar to be like Chick-fil-a you know get to the airport Chick-fil-a get to fucking hotel next night or something it was like something similar to Chick-fil-a I think it was called red chicks or something yeah and then airport again Chick-fil-a and then uh, get picked up from airport yeah uh fiance uh, John's fiance. Oh, you guys want to go Chick Fil A? Like, <laughs> oh my God! So, if there's anything that you learn about me from this certain particular podcast is that I like chicken. John loves his chicken. So, yeah, he loves him some some chicken, dude. You, this guy, it don't matter how bad the service is either. <laughs> this guy go to a restaurant, they get fucking, you know, oops, I dropped your water on you. Uh, I uh, forgot this. It's cold, and right. he'll still eat the chicken and still go back there the next day. Yeah. I'd be like, "What <laughs> the fuck?" 
Right. How does that even work? No wonder they're rude. It just like doesn't do anything for them. Like I mean, it doesn't like affect. There's like no consequence. It's like oh well, this guy's coming back tomorrow anyway. Fuck it. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're right. True that. Eh, why? Why do you like the beating, dude? I don't know. You know what they say. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's same with the uh, spicy. I don't food. know what they say. Well, you know how. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know I what mean, they say. Bad service means I'll be back. <laughs> oh, there you go. I mean, spicy food. Uh, some people find. I mean, I'm just gonna bring that up as a comparison. I guess. Uh, some people like spicy food, even though it's you know some supposed to be. Uh, I mean, it just hurts. I mean, some people like my fiance will say that. She doesn't like spicy food because it just hurts her mouth. So why would you eat it, right? So maybe same concept there. It's like, yeah, spicy food. Does she really... continue to order spicy food? <laughs> no, she does not. But <laughs> That's a bad so, example. <laughs> no, for me, even though spicy food hurts, I still eat spicy food, right? So. Hurts your mouth or hurts your ass? Both, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back the next week. No, no, man, that's not what they say out there. Oh, yeah, just uh, spit in my food, I'll be back. That's what I, yeah, so that's what I say. With this guy, I've gone with this guy to uh, uh, I'm gonna call him out, dude. Buffalo Wild Wings, dude, these guys they fucking suck. It's like, what the hell? I see the commercials, like, oh, damn. All right, it looks nice. You're all cool. We got these big old screens, which they do. They have, they have all the games playing, yada, yada. But, uh, nah, dude, it's like garbage-ass service. And it's not like just one city. I've gone to multiple cities with different fucking Buffalo Wild Wings, and same, it's the exact same type of service. It's like they train people to do that. It's like it doesn't make sense to me. It's like, what? Yeah, uh, I know. I understand, and it's just like, like you said, right? If people are going there, then they're not going to change. But um, I will say this: at least the one near over here in uh, in San Jose, they have done the one better. you took me to that one time. Yeah, the, they have done garbage. better uh, in the past six months or so. I think they're finally the complaints are catching up to them. But at least on the days that you know they're not busy and they're supposed to be serving food fast and supposed to be accurate <laughs> they're actually serving it fast and accurate i can't say on the days that are busy because oh, i usually don't go on the the busy days but good for uh, them actually doing their job <laughs> good for them. Not actually not even like stepping up stepping it up it's just them just doing their job which is what the fuck yeah. hell no nope not seeing me back not happening Dude, I haven't even had wings in forever. I don't even know. And then <laughs> Wingstop's another one. Although Ooh. although they're not as consistent with the service. So you can find a, like a decent uh, Wingstop. Like they actually give you good service. And then you can go to the next Wingstop and be like garbage. And be like, what the fuck? But uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, you got to give it to them. Consistent, you know, consistent service. Consistently you know? inconsistent. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, consistently freaking garbage, at least for me. But you yeah. said they changed, so we'll see if they're like, you know, Brandon Ingram just out of nowhere start making all their shots, <laughs> even though they haven't changed anything. So Jeez. they should have been making their shots the whole time or at least kicking out to the, the 
perimeter. But that's a whole different uh, uh, subject. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> if, if we take anything out of this segment is eat a lot of chicken. No. Is that what we took out of this? No, it's bad. No, not eating chicken. Alrighty then, dude. Okay. So I got this. I got this puppy out in my yard, and I got uh, I got a freaking uh mat, and it fucking what do you call it? It keeps taking the mat and bite and chewing on it. What the hell? I don't get it, dude. It's ridiculous. I'm like, so what happened? Tell me. Bad, bad puppy. Uh, well, let's just go ahead and say it. It's not my puppy, so uh, it's not is that necessary in my place to discipline it or try to train it or whatever. But you know, hopefully they train the puppy to stop chewing on random stuff like my mat in front of my door. Doesn't make sense. What? Why is it like my mat? Man, all right, I'm gonna send the puppy to your place. <laughs> Oh no, thank you. Uh no pets allowed over here. <laughs> no pets, uh according to the owners, so yeah. Uh I'll give it to your mom. See what happens. Uh you can go visit her and the puppy. <laughs> Alrighty. Sounds good. Yeah, Alright. Well that's my rant about chicken and uh his love of chicken and, blah, 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 and <laughs> chicken this, chicken puppy. that shoot. I was going to tell you guys about my awkward confession today, you know, start off with that. Fucking, uh, you know, I don't know if you're a chick, you're not going to really. Wait, what's awkward confessions? Yeah. Well, I'm about to say my awkward confession. And, no, what know. what is that? Is that like a segment that we do? <laughs> oh, yes. Now on to our segment. So just so the listeners know, we'll always end with awkward confessions from uh eric and i so uh yeah that's always going to be our ending segment awkward confessions so yeah go for it john eric thanks yeah name's eric and i i was just thinking like if we kept ending in awkward confessions they would figure it out that we keep ending in awkward confessions but uh anyway (laughs) how much are we have to cut out jesus (laughs) No, we're not cutting anything so anyway, off to awkward confessions. So dude, every time well, you know what? Maybe a chick would get this because if the fucking toilet seat's down, then that's fucking nasty. That's kinda fucked. But anyway, off to what I'm I'm gonna throw down here. Dude, so I go to the bathroom. This obviously public bathrooms unless you have like a urinal in your private bathroom, which is I don't know, kinda cool you do okay and <laughs> hey dude some people do so yeah dude so i'm going uh pissing and i did watch the soprano like the sopranos uh like a couple years ago watch all of them binge watch it's cool and i remember this thing about saying the piss being on your fucking shoelaces and your shoes i'm like damn that's fucking nasty yeah dude so when you're taking a piss you got junk out in the urinal it's like splashing, like little specks of little, you know, urination just like 
going you know out of Urination. the urinal <laughs> dude it's like what the fuck that's fucking nasty it's like it doesn't matter where you aim it it's like okay i'll aim downward maybe i'll get less splashback yeah sure you do but or upward i don't know depending on the type of <laughs> urinal and dude i i always think about the soprano scene now it's like uh i forgot his name but he's one of the hitmen on there or whatever and uh dude it he's right it, i bet it splashes out goes on your fucking shoes because when you go into a nasty bathroom you see like people that miss a little bit or like somehow like all their drips go past the urinal and not in it's like what so your shoes you go tie your shoes you're touching piss that's what you're touching that's fucking nasty and you know what? And, uh, Since you brought that up, you when you're walking in a bathroom and people are terrible at aiming, right? And it's like there's pee all over the floor, right? You go home, and I mean that's all over your shoes. You go home, and then it's like you're putting that on your floors too, right? Well, hope and dream is that like you're like walking around and hopefully you just type on like dog shit instead or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we hope. We can only hope. It goes in your car too, bro. I don't oh, know. Maybe man. I'm being a germaphobe. I mean, I still, it's like, it's not stopping me from pissing urinals. I'll just tell you that right now. But it is kind of, I do think about that. It's kind of weird, you know. Uh, and actually, I've been wearing shoes I don't have to tie. Not saying they're like Velcro or anything, but they're like pre-tied. And then I just, you know, slide my feet in. So I guess I'm not touching the piss anymore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of funny that uh, you said that because my awkward confession is just, I do not use the urinal. I stay away from the urinals. I always use the stalls. And the reason being is uh, what I don't understand. And yeah, people say just shake it out. But when I'm peeing and I just, <laughs> and I and I finish, it just, it drips and drips and drips <laughs> and drips <laughs> and does it stop. <laughs> so basically it's just, you know, I, I put, you know, you know, I put it back in my pants <laughs> and now my pants, my, my boxers are all wet. I'm like, what the heck? What the heck? And it's like, really? I have like, that's why I need to use like a napkin Bro, or toilet paper or something. Shake like that. better or something. <laughs> no, dude. That's what everybody says. But it honestly doesn't work, dude. So uh, I have shake to it more than stall. twice. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't mean work. you're playing with it. But anyways, yeah. So that's my confession. Just like aggressive always... shaking. <laughs> what's that uh taylor swift uh that taylor swift song Sh shake it off shake it off yeah bro you need to play that or play in your head while you're taking a piss just like bang it against the uh the inside of the urinal or something that's please that's okay i'll just <laughs> stick to the stalls what happens when you don't see a stall what if everyone's using the stalls i wait like a big dude just freaking pooping his ass out then i'll wait hey speaking of taking a piss holy shit i need to take a piss <laughs> <laughs> okay well i guess that does it oh well so, all right guys I, yep i'm john this is eric thanks for listening to us this guy that guy it's fucking awesome and uh yeah we'll get better you know we'll see what's yeah up. just follow us on our social media pages yeah, what's that? Social media guy? This guy, that guy show. Yeah, that's on Instagram. And then on Twitter, we're John and Eric.
Alright. Out. See you guys later. <laughs>